الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made a system that this insan is made of his qualities. Insan is made of his qualities. One is the physical qualities. You find a person is short, another one is tall, another one is fat, and another person is thin. So these are with regards to his physical self. One hadith Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Al-Muslimu al-Qawiyu ahabu ila Allah. A Muslim who is strong, his physical self, he's strong. He's more beloved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because he can serve himself and he can serve others as well. He can make khidmat of himself, he can serve others as well. But besides that, the physical self, that will last us in this dunya. It will be good for us in this dunya. Whether a person is handsome, whether a person is very strong, whether a person is very fat, whether a person is very good and carrying weights or whatever. But that will last us. Last the qabr, now there is no more use of that body. Now all that physical stays behind. What goes ahead is the inner qualities. The spiritual self, the inner qualities. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made us of these physical qualities and the inner qualities as well. So much so that someone wants to describe a person, so he'll use his physical qualities. He's short, he's like that, his nose is like that, his eyes are like that, his ears are like that. If he cannot manage to describe that person, then he'll bring his inner qualities. He's such a good person. Is a person who has good akhlaq, is a person who is very calm. Oh, na'uzu billah, in other times, some people are described as, is a very terrible man. Always angry. Na'uzu billah, doesn't ever have a smile on his face. Allahu Akbar. So, insan is made of these qualities. Sahaba radiallahu anhum, there were such people, which even the kings of that time used to mock at them. He used to say, we do not want to take them even as slaves. Leave them where they are. So, the, the, the halat and qualities were so bad. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa came. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa brought Islam. And this Islam brought such qualities. When they adopted these qualities of Islam, when they adopted these qualities which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see on us, then they became an example to the whole dunya till the day of Qiyamah. Radiyallahu anhum wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with them. Sahaba, some used to be robbers, highway robbers. And then at the end of their lives, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, so and so will be in Jannah with me. What was this? And they brought these qualities. When they changed their inner self, when they walked on the inner self. So this is what our, our maqsad in this life, is how we'll change ourselves, how we'll bring these qualities. Which of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, the Quran teaches us. So when you bring these qualities, my dear brothers, then we'll get the Jannah, then we'll get the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, khaslatan, two qualities, two things, to the khilan al-jannah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I haven't seen any two things which take people most into jannah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, taqwa, or kama qala alayhi salatu salam, wa husnul khulq. Taqwa and good qualities, good, good character. Two things which take the most people into Jannah. Subhanallah. Imagine, my Ustad always used to tell us, whenever he used to narrate this hadith, he used to tell us that if a father has to tell his son that I like this food, for example, I like honchos, I like to eat it, honchos, or I like to eat KFC, whatever it is, I like to eat that. What the son will do? Immediately he'll run, he'll try to get, he'll try to please his father. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying these two qualities Allah loves. Allah likes these two situations. It should run and, uh, and adopt these qualities. 
Taqwa, fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in husnul khulq, good character. One side, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is giving glad tidings. A person with good qualities, a person with husnul khulq, he'll enter into Jannah. On the other side, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, once he comes and asks sahaba radiallahu anhu, atadruna manil muflis. Do you know who's a bankrupt person? Do you know who's a bankrupt person? Then sahaba say, bala ya rasulullah, we do not know who is a bankrupt. You tell us. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, he's a man. Ata yawm al-qiyamah, he'll come in the day of qiyamah. And he'll have good, lot of amal. Lot of good amal to present before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah in akhirat. Like how in this dunya, if you take the currency of Zimbabwe and you bring it to South Africa, even if you go to a normal shop, no matter how much it is, you present in that shop and say, I want to buy something. That person will say, I do not recognize this currency. I don't know what is this. Here has so much value. You take the same rents, travel to USA, to Dubai, to, to, to Malawi, or to some other country close by. Take the same rents and tell him, I want to buy something. Illa mashallah, majority of the people, businessmen, they'll say, I do not recognize this money. I do not know what is this. I cannot take it. So like that in the akhirat as well. You go to the akhirat, you do not bring the right currency, which is amal, the currency of the akhirat. Subhanallah, in the day of Qiyamah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they say, men will be brought before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala will question him, what have you brought forward? What have you sent forward? That man will say, Ya Allah, you gave me so much of wealth. You gave me so much gold and silver. I left in dunya piles and piles of wealth, so much gold and silver. He'll say, Allah, give me one chance, I'll bring everything before you. I'll go back to the dunya, I'll bring everything before you. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala asks for the second time. What have you brought forward? What have you answered in the same way? I've left so much wealth behind. One chance, I go to the dunya, I'll bring everything before Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will ask for the, first, for the third time, what have you brought forward? That man will give the same answer. Subhanallah, he didn't recognize, he didn't think that in the akhirat the currency is different. This rent, what are you going to do with it in the akhirat? So this man, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then command the malaika, take him and throw him. Subhanallah, this currency, a'mal, so this man will be brought before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, tadruna manil muflis. Have you know, do you know who is a muflis, a bankrupt person? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is questioning. Muflis, one is a gharib, one is a miskin, one is a poor person. And then comes a muflis, a person who have lost everything. He thought that he got something, but he have lost everything. He's totally bankrupt, totally disgraced. He doesn't have anything in his possession. So this is a muflis. In the day of Qiyamah, he'll come with a lot of good amal. He'll come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The currency is there. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us in this dunya. That we can exchange this currency. You know, recently we have been in one country, Nigeria. So when we went to Nigeria, Allah Akbar, we complain so much of our country, South Africa. So the ulama say, just go one, one border away, go to the next country in Africa. What we do, we compare ourselves. In this zamana of selfie we live. Recently we were listening to one report prepared by Oxford, Oxford University. He said the wave of despondency and the amount of suicide rate which is today, we never seen before. Was never seen before. People are losing hope in everything. And what makes them become so depressed? They say number one, the factor number one which makes people become so depressed is the social media. Why social media? Because the more they get involved in social media, the more they look at others. Social media, what is the maqsad? Everyone will post some status, everyone will do something. Someone went to eat down, uh, down the road, he'll post what he ate. Someone traveled to some place, he'll post what he, what, what he did over there. So now you're sitting over here, and now you think, Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, bless that man with so much. And me, I didn't, I didn't get blessed. Nauzubillah. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you opportunity to travel to Cape Town for some holiday, whatever it is, Allah bless you. You took your family, you went to Cape Town. Your cousin went to Dubai. Now in social media, he's blasting his pictures of Dubai. Now you're sitting, looking over there and getting despondent. Allah didn't give me so much. Why he gave him so much? Allah Ta'ala gave you everything. So in this zamana of today, look, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the ulama explained it, simple prescription. If you want happiness in this time, simple prescription from the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, from the hadith, Mubarak hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If a person is sick and he goes to the doctor, then the doctor will give him a prescription what he must take. If he takes that, he'll come right, inshallah. So like that, the ulama, the sahih ulama, right ulama, that's why today's zamana we have to follow the right, right ulama. Other than social media, there's a lot of ulama as well. <laughs> but what, what they're teaching, they make people even worse at what, what they were. Recently one alim was explaining, in a very jovial note, he was explaining that there was a hakim. Hakim is like a, a doctor. So the hakim happened to go and visit someone in the Qabrastan, person who passed away, some his relatives. So he went to the Qabrastan, he see one grave. So he saw the name written in that grave, he said, Ya Allah, Tawbah, Tawbah, Astaghfirullah. He's walking, he saw another grave. Ya Allah, Astaghfirullah. He saw another grave, he took his, his, his shawl and he covered his head and he's leaving the Qabrastan. So the person with him said, Hakim Sab, why are you leaving the Qabrastan like that? He said, Astaghfirullah, all these are my patients. All these are my patients. Looks like I gave wrong medicine to everyone. All of them are lying here. So like that, we go to the wrong ulama, carry on following social media, what will happen? Wrong medicine, wrong tariqah. Wrong prescription, then what will happen? Our iman will also die. We'll also leave that little bit of iman we got in this time of today, that also we're going to lose. Allah Ta'ala protect us. So my dear brothers, this, I was speaking about uh, Nigeria. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam prescription. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam prescription, uh, the, the prescription from the Mubarak Hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the time of today. Number one, always keep a smile in your face. Always keep a smile in your face. This is number one, number, the first thing to fight your depression. Number two, be content with whatever you got. Be content with whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you. Have tawadu in your life. If you do not have so much, be content. Humble yourself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised, Man tawadu adillah rafa'ullah fi dunya wal akhirah. A person who humbles himself for the sake of Allah, Allah will raise him in dunya qabr and akhirah. In the third aspect, in the prescription of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with regards to dunya, Unzur ila man asfala minkum. Look at those who are below you. You go to Corolla, mashallah, alhamdulillah. Model 98, no problem. There's thousands of people who do not even have a car. You go to a small house, make shukar. Look how many people living in the conditions here next door to us. Now, I was at a land cruiser and he's blasting in his status or whatever, his social media. I'm going to look at his land cruiser, I'm going to look at my Corolla. Astaghfirullah. Allah didn't give me anything. Nauzubillah. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us so, so much. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is teaching us, look at those who are below you, that shukar will come from their heart. So recently we went to a country called Nigeria. Here in this country we always complained about load shedding, load shedding, load shedding. We went to Nigeria, Allah my dear brothers, in that country people say we only have light shedding. Light shedding in the sense that for two hours during the day they have lights, the rest of the day they have no lights. We complain about potholes, there is no roads left in that country. We complain about the government, there is no police force over there in that country also. If some come, someone comes and rob you, hijack you, police can't do anything. Such situations, such halat, we should make sugar for what we got. The more sugar give us, the more Allah will distance us from the problems, from the difficulties of this dunya. So in this country, Nigeria, when we went, one of our satis had to exchange some money. 
So he exchanged more or less fifty dollars, not much. So those fifty dollars he exchanged in the in the currency of Nigeria. Subhanallah, he had so much money in the, those notes. Literally, he had to carry in a in a bag. He used to take one bag of money all over wherever he used to go. So when you're coming back from that country because of the condition, whatever is there. In the airport also, we, we came within the time, but they say, no, the check-in is closed already. We came two hours before the flight, they said, check-in is closed already. So they rush, rush, that, that full rush. Then our Sati forgot to exchange his money back into dollars or into rents, whatever he could bring back to South Africa. So now he came to South Africa with this big bag of money from Nigeria, such a big bag. Now when he came here, first thing he's looking for someone who's going to take this money. So he went to some Satis from Nigeria, some brothers, will you take this money? He said, sorry, I cannot do so much with this, anything with this. He went to another person, sorry, I cannot do Another person, sorry. Until he got tired, he gave, took and gave to someone, please, whenever you go to your country, take this, all this money. Such a big pile. So like that, my dear brothers, in the Akhirat, a person will have such a big, so much money he left in this dunya. Such a big bank account. But what is the good in the Akhirat? If he did not exchange that into the A'mal, he did not brought the currency of the Akhirat, Subhanallah. That's why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now is saying, Atadruna man al-Muflis, the man who will come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he brought the amal, right currency. Allah ta'ala gave us in this dunya the chance, the opportunity of exchanging this currency. There was a great pious man, very, very pious. His name was Jafar bin Sulaiman. Jafar bin Sulaiman rahmatullah. He used to spend his time, he used to stay in the company of Malik bin Dinar rahmatullah. So Jafar bin Sulaiman, he narrates this incident. He say, once I was walking with Malik bin Dinar. And as we were walking, we saw some, one youngster. He's building a beautiful palace. Very beautiful. But the palace is half built. The youngster is standing in front of the palace and is giving command to the people, to the slaves or whatever it was. I want a room like that. I want a house like that. I want a place like that. And they're building however he sees. So Malik bin Dinar, he sees that youngster. Now understand, my dear brothers, that dard, gham, fikr, that worry in the heart of this wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that youngster. This is what we should learn. That's why ulama explain, come out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Join those people who are in the masjid day and night, calling towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Create this gham, create this fikr, create this worry. Create this concern in your heart for every ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Recently in Turkey, there was an earthquake. What, what lesson have you taken from that? How much rum and fikr we have from that? How much worry we have that people are dying without anything to eat? People are dying in that, that cold winter. How much worry is there in our heart for these people? How much dua have we made for them? Did one tear came out from my eye? At least one, one pain came in your heart that the Muslim of today, Ummah of Rasulullah is going through all that, but nothing is happening to us. The same blended guna, sin which we are committing day and night, that is carrying on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us, He's showing us sign after sign, sign after sign. So Malik bin Dinar rahmatullahi, that fikr, that gham, that worry. He says, oh Jafar, look at that youngster, such a handsome youngster. Such a handsome youngster, I feel like making dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove the love of dunya from his heart. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make him one of the youth of Jannah. That he becomes a person who Jannah becomes wajib upon him. That should be the concern of every mu'min. That should be the worry of every person. That should be in the heart of each one of us. That how come each one of us, including myself, everyone should become a youth from the youth of Jannah, or a man from the men of Jannah. So Malik bin Dinar, he holds the, the hand of Jafar, he says, Jafar, let's go and speak to this youngster. So they go to the youngster and they make salam. 
Jafar says that in this man, such a great personality, Malik bin Dinar. So he answers the salam. Malik asks him, what is your name? He says, so he says, what are you doing? He says, I'm building this palace. So Malik bin Dinar rahmatullahi asks him, that how much do you keep aside to build this palace? How much money are you going to invest in building this palace? So youngster says, I'm going to invest 100,000 gold coins, 100,000 dirham to build this palace. So Malik rahmatullahi says, Whilst they're speaking, the man recognized that this is Malik bin Dinar. He heard before about him. So he moves from his chair, that youngster. He says, Malik, you sit in, your, in, this, in this chair. Malik says, no, you carry on. Then he says, give me all that money which you kept aside to build this palace. And I am promising you a palace much better than that in Jannat. A palace which is full of slaves, full of workers for you. A palace which the woman in that palace you cannot even imagine. A palace which is made with bricks of gold and silver. The cement of that palace smells better than bush we cannot even imagine. A palace which is made of rubies, beautified with, 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 with silver, with, beautified with such diamonds we never imagined in our lives. The sand of that, of that, of that palace is made of zafran, saffron. So he describes this whole palace to, to the youngster. He says, give me all that hundred thousand gold coins, I promise you this palace. So the youngster says, give me some time to think, come back tomorrow. So Malik, he goes home. The whole night he spends in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the time of tahajjud, he raises his hand. Again, that fikr, that gham, that worry for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's crying before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah free this youngster from the worries of the dunya. Make him one of the youth of Jannah. The next day he goes with Ja'far and they go to the youngster again. The youngster was very happy to meet Malik bin Dinar. He says, Malik, I was waiting for you. Malik says, what is your decision? He says, he, he brought the 100,000 gold coins. He put it in front of Malik. And with that, he brought a piece of paper. He says, promise me right down here, whatever you promise me, that you're going to guarantee me a palace in Jannah with so much so description. So Malik, rahmatullahi, he writes, Bismillah rahman rahim from Malik bin Dinar. I promised this youngster this palace, and he puts all the descriptions of, of, of that palace, and something much better. And he says, on exchange of 100,000 gold coins, which I'll spend on the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Ja'far bin Sulaiman, rahmatullahi, he says, not even one minute passed, Malik bin Dinar took all, those, all that wealth, all that money, those gold coins, and started distributing among the poor. By the night, every single dirham was spent, Malik bin Dinar had no food for himself to eat in the night. Forty days pass. After forty days, Malik bin Dinar, after Fajr, he's in the masjid. He sees in the member of the masjid, he sees a piece of paper. He, he holds that piece of paper. is the same which he wrote for the youngster. Behind the piece of paper was, was written, Bara'atu min Allah li Malik bin Dinar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has freed Malik bin Dinar from the promise he made to the youngster. Allah didn't grant him one palace. Allah granted him seventy times more than, than that. Then Malik takes that paper and he goes. And he's coming out of the masjid. They go past. Suleiman, uh, Jafar bin Suleiman says we were together and we went past the, the house of this youngster and we can notice some dullness in this, in this house. People are crying. We can see that there is some janazah taking place. We go inside, we ask who passed away, the same youngster. Then a man comes forward and says, I am the man who gave, who gave the ghusl and I put the kafan for this youngster. But here the ajib was here. Before he passed away, he says that this piece of paper must be kept within, inside my, my kafan. Any paper. So Malik takes out that paper and says, is this the same piece of paper? He says, Wallahi, by the qasam of Allah, is the same one. And behind it is written, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has freed Malik. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted this youngster not even, not one 
but 70 times more that which Malik has promised. Then at that moment, Malik rahmatullahi starts crying. Another youngster is there. He stands up and says, Malik, he had the whole incident. He says, Malik bin Dinar, I promise you I'll give you 200,000 gold coins, cash. Make another piece of paper like that for me. Malik says, the time youngster struck a deal. This is the deal Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us in this dunya. How are we going to exchange this amal, this currency of the dunya, we're going to exchange into the currency of the akhirat. So this man will come in the day of qiyamah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, Atadruna man al-muflis. The worst bankrupt person. In the day of qiyamah, he'll come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He got a lot of currency of the akhirat. And then he'll come before Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will command the malaika. Is there anyone claiming against him? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, وَقَدْ شَرَمَ هَذَا وَأَكَلَ مَالَ هَذَا He was very good, made good lot of amal. But one thing, he had no good character. His character was wrong, was bad. So he insulted someone. He oppressed someone. He had ate the wealth of someone. Because of that, all his amal will be taken and given to those people. Then Allah will command, is there anyone still claiming? They say, yes, there is people claiming against him. So then take his good deeds and give it to them. So much so that this person will be then, command will be given, they take him and throw him headlong into the fire of Jahannam. A man which came with so much, but had no character. He had, had no good character. He had no worry about anyone. He had no tawadu, no humility, pride. Subhanallah. I'll just conclude with this one incident. There was a man, my Ustad always used to tell us about this incident. A man in India, that he was like a beggar. He had no, one hand was amputated. So everywhere he used to walk in the street, and he used to say, Kuch ibrat sikna hai to mujh se If you want to learn something in life, then ask me. So someone went and asked him, what is the ibrat, what is the lesson in life you want to give us? So that man says, I was a man with a lot of pride. No akhlaq, no good character. He was full of pride. So he says, I used to walk, I was a policeman. I used to walk in this, in this area. One day there was a very poor man. He went, he never had money, he had nothing. All he had was two, gold, two, two coins. So he took those two coins, he went to buy some fish. Whilst he was going back home, I saw him carrying that fish. I told him, where are you taking this fish? He said, I'm taking home, I got children, I got a wife. We have nothing else to eat besides this. So that man says, I took that fish, I told him, go away. The man pleaded me. He asked me, give me back, that's the only food I got. I told him, go away. So the man went, says, I went home, I gave the fish to my wife. I told her to prepare it. She prepared it, whilst I was eating, one of the tones of the fish poked my hand. From that one wound came out. From that wound started spreading, spreading. I went to the doctor, they say, you have to amputate your finger. They think didn't stop. After a while, spread more. They say they have to amputate the hand. And then they cut off the, the arm. And then the forearm. Almost the whole arm was gone. Then this man once had a dream. And in the dream, someone is asking, till when this thing will going to carry on? Till you give your whole life? Your whole limbs must be cut off? When are you going to make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That man says, I went and I made tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I asked mouth from that man. Immediately my sickness came right. Immediately the sickness came right. So my dear brothers, and that's why he says, Kush ibrat sikna hai to Learn from these incidents in life. Learn from this incident what the pride has brought to the people. What the bad akhlaq has brought to the people. On the other side, Nabi Sahaba radiyallahu anhu wa radu anhu. What was the special quality? Man tawada adillah rafa'ullah fi dunya wal akhirah. The person who humbles himself for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will raise him in dunya, qabr and akhirat. May Allah ta'ala grant us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillah.